It's all golden to me. It's my dream to have a golden beard. Younger <laughs> <laughs> but looks older. I'll even try a squat. Here we go. The, uh, the uh, six of clubs. The golden. I'm making him nervous. He is making me nervous. Hey, Tyrone is making me nervous here a little bit. So let me do my intro to my show so everyone knows where they're at, how they tuned in here, because we are here at the Talk Golden to Me video podcast show. My name is Evan Golden, Golden TV. We are at the law office of Berman & Berman is where our studio is based. And in the studio with me is a champion, a killer, a fierce, just such a competitive warrior, Tyrone Spung in the house. This man is an international kickboxing champion and now a professional heavyweight boxer. Boxer. So, Tyrone, thank you so much for coming in the studio today. We appreciate your time. I mean, you if you're not boxing, you're constantly just training and, and eating and working out. I'm glad you'd cook a couple minutes away because that body, man, you, you're looking you're looking fierce. You're looking a little scary right now. I'm hungry. You Are you hungry? <laughs> yeah, I get dangerous when I'm hungry. What you eating? What, what, what do you eat? Let me hear. What's, what's a diet? What does is, what is a championship fighter like yourself eat in a day? What do you just, I'm just thinking just whole chickens, just like walking around, just holding a chicken oh, and just eating. Chicken, no, it, it depends what um what my goal is sometimes i need to lose some weight sometimes i want to get a little bit more ripped or you know gain some it all depends so we play with carbs and protein and uh, lean muscle let's go back to let's take it back you're a little boy from Suriname. How did you go on the path of becoming a fighter? And you have to, you have to really kind of. I feel like it starts from your upbringing to have kind of that, that competitive drive to want to get into something like that. How did you get into that? Well, I moved to Amsterdam at a young age. I was uh, six years old, and um, the neighborhood that I lived in was just uh, pretty rough. You know, just at the playground, just on the streets. It was basically always fights or you know you 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 had to be able to stand up for yourself this is in amsterdam in holland amsterdam, yeah. i thought everyone there is uh, smoking marijuana and happy in a good mood they're they're fighting nah, not when you're younger wow yeah. well is it is it because a lot of people are just fighting to survive for money or food or is it more street credit both you know you, you just that's that's how it was back then you know everybody was just uh Feisty. Wow. So you kind of so that's where I thought that it kind of comes from your upbringing. I I figured that that's kind of where it came from. Uh, that's where it came from, but um, also just my natural uh, competitiveness. Uh, I always want to compete. Um, actually, I started training by accident. I, I walked past the gym. I saw one of the guys from my uh, school going in with a gym bag, and um, <clears throat> I followed him. And I saw him uh, training. Uh, that's the first time that I saw kickboxing and training. And I was like, man, I could do that. And I ran home, grabbed a short, and went back to the gym. Started training, got my ass whooped, um, and I couldn't have it. Uh, so the next day I was there again. And from that day on, I didn't miss training for a year straight. And I had my first fight. Wow, so kind of getting your ass whooped probably right off. If you come in there and kick butt, it probably wouldn't have interested you. You're like, eh, this probably is too not. easy. Yeah. So that kind of, that, that's interesting. I like that story. Wow. So just you're a young boy and just kind of got this, got into this, and you just kind of said, I'm not going to – I guess that feeling of defeat is what drives you. Yeah, I, I couldn't accept it. And uh, 
that same year, after no, after a year of training, I became a national uh, champion of uh, of the Netherlands, and uh, I kept going. And uh, within another year after that, I was 17. No, I was yeah, I was when I was 17, I I, I turned pro, and by 18, I was uh, world champ. Is it? Do you ever kind of th go back and think about all the accomplishments you've done? Because you, you know you're putting a long resume together. You remember? I mean, what you have like a over a hundred kickboxing wins? Yeah. You remember yeah. like each and every fight? Can you like kind of remember? It's all uh, blur. You got a lot. Of, you got a lot under your under your belt on your yeah, resume. I got a, my my resume is pretty long. I became champion at a young age. Uh, champion national champion at 15 years old. Um, champion of Europe by 17. Um, world champion by 18 and eventually I became a 10-time world champion in six different weight classes. Um, fought all the champions in every weight class that I fought in, beat all the champions, became champion myself. Just uh, a lot of fights, man. A lot of training, sparring, fights. Um, I don't really make a big deal out of it because uh, outside of fighting I just like nature and animals and just uh, doing my own stuff and not bothering people too much so uh, I don't I don't really make a big deal out of it I mean it's just what I do I've, I'm, I'm blessed and lucky enough to found something uh, to find something that I'm good at and uh, I enjoy doing it now where would you put yourself I guess on the all-time list of, of best kickboxers where do you put yourself In the top five, top ten, for sure, for sure. And, uh, you know, that's not being cocky or whatever. That's just facts. I think you have to have that, that confidence always as a fighter anyways, but uh, I'll go with you on that. Yeah, I mean, there's honestly nobody that did what I did, moving up from uh, a lightweight to a heavyweight and became champion in all the weight classes and... Um, after that, going into boxing, being a, a, a top ten heavyweight boxer in the world right now. Uh, you're thir you're undefeated heavyweight boxer right now, thirteen yes, and zero. Yes, correct. Wow. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah. So, I what, mean, what's next? Who? who do, we? How do we get you in the rink to fight the top competitor to prove to the world that you are the best heavyweight boxer? Um, right now, that's what we're doing. Right now, I just gotta unify them. Um, uh, champion in uh, the WBC and the WBO, uh, Latin American champion. That's the sanctioning that gets you ranked. Now I got to unify, go for an international belt, uh, and become a mandatory for one of the big champions. Right now, uh, you got Andy Ruiz, who just caused uh, a huge upset um, by dethroning uh, Anthony Joshua. And uh, obviously, he has a rematch set, so we'll see what happens in the rematch. And uh, right now, uh, Andy Ruiz is, is the champion, and you got Deontay Wilder, you got uh, Tyson Fury. But the heavyweight the division is booming right now. You got a lot of other guys that are great, but don't get the credit. And uh, same same goes to uh, like for Andy Ruiz. You know, he nobody heard of him, and he came as a dark horse and. You know, just well, you look at a guy like Anthony Ruiz, you look at his body. I mean, you can't think that that guy actually have any potential skill to, to land a knockout or even have stamina. 
you know, I understand that people think like that, the, the novice, you know, just looking in. Uh, but I, I knew it. I knew who he was and what he stands for. He's a skilled fighter. And don't let his appearance fool you, you know, uh, as, he, as he displayed on, on fight night. I think that's an important lesson for a lot of fighters is that they kind of go in there with these preconceived notions and they look at a fighter or they look at maybe, you know, some of his past stuff. So uh, that, that, that's interesting because you look at his physical appearance and you just think that he's just not he's, he's not, yeah. he's not physically ready to even be a champion. No, he's fit. And, I mean, I think a lot of people can relate to it, you know, just at home. Uh, he doesn't look like anything special, but he is. Sorry, well, how hard was the transition from kickboxing to boxing? It's hard because uh, it's a whole different stance. Uh, boxers, um, you know, in, in kickboxing, you see a lot of the guys would be like ripped and, you know, trained up and you like expect something. And now you got a guy like Andy Ruiz who doesn't look like anything special, but you see how precise he hits. He hits hard, uh, precise. Um, it's just it's just different and um, it, it's not easy. Boxing is very, very uh, difficult. You, um, it's uh, that's why they call it the art, uh, art of boxing. It's it's not just something you could do. You gotta put in a lot of time and hours to uh, perfect your craft. That's, uh, I like that the, the the art analogy because 100 percent it is. It's I mean the, I've I've been with you when you've trained and yeah. and seeing the the fundamentals and the techniques um and the and the repetition of it, it it's pretty phenomenal but you got to be in good shape though i mean the stamina that you need so you know the stamina alone just running around jumping and getting punched i mean that your stamina has got to be at an all-time high you gotta you gotta be able to go for 10 or 12 rounds you know and uh, in my last fight <coughs> uh to defend my titles and uh i fought uh and I broke my hand in the first round, and I fought ten rounds with a broken hand. Um, it was it was not easy. Man, that that that's pretty incredible that you fought a match with a broken hand and 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 won. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it's, Did you know it was broke right away? Oh hell yeah, you feel it. It's uh, like somebody's poking you with a needle in your brain and in your like the nerves, your hand. It, it hurts. How do you go on through that? Do you put mind over matter? Uh, man, mind over matter. I'd rather, I'd rather die than give up or lose like that, you know, and especially in front of my, my home crowd because it was a fight after many years that I fought back home. Uh, the president was there. Everybody was there. I was like, man, I, I ain't going out like that. So you, you have to kill me in order to win at that point. You know, if I'm in it, I mean... You, you you won't go into the fight injured, but once I'm injured, I, I get injured in the fight, man. It is what it is. We gotta go till the end. Wow, that it's a, it's an amazing story, and that shows what type of um, what type of fighter you are, the heart that you have. You you have the heart of a champion, and you are known as the king of the ring. Okay, How'd you get so that nickname? Who gave you that nickname? Man, many years ago, I've been having this name for almost my whole career. Uh, I got it pretty early on in my career. Uh, just the guys in the in the gym, they said, man, you when you stand there, you, you look like a king. You reign supreme, so you're the king of the ring, and it, and it stick, and it stayed. 
If you could call out one boxer right now on this show, who do you want to call out that you want to knock? Who do you want to knock out? Who do you want to knock out? Man, I'll knock anyone out. You know, I, I don't really care. You know, I, I, I'm not a, a big smack talker. I don't call out people, whatever, but I knock anyone out. If you and me sign the, 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 the paper and you sign on the dotted line, you're my buddy, but I'll knock you out. I don't care. I'll knock out my, my brother, my... I don't care. I'll knock anyone. What does it feel to knock someone out? What is it that? Feels what, great. Is that like the best I rush you could it. have? Nah. That, what would you? Hey, no, what, sex or knock someone out? Oh man, that's a close one. Now, <laughs> both, both shared, shared first place. You know what? This guy probably he probably knocks out his significant other. He's so strong and powerful. So he does mix out. He maybe. I, I, I like. I like. <laughs> I don't care. My 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 buddies in the gym that I train with. I'll knock them out. With a smile, I don't. You know, it's what we do. Are you? Are you, have you ever been scared in the ring? Nah, nah. What are you afraid of in life? Are you? Afraid, what are your fears? Um, something happening to my kids, my my loved ones. You know, that's something. Or yeah, that's that's something that's very scary to me. I know something about you that no one knows, that you had the chance to sit down one-on-one -on -one with the legendary Sylvester Stallone to meet with him and read with him to be in one of his future boxing movies. Yeah. What was that experience like? It was, uh, it was surreal just sitting there with a guy that I used to look up to as a kid. As a, he's a great actor. Uh, I grew up with his movies because I'm an 80s baby. I mean, he was booming back then, and he's still now. And just to sit on the same table like him, reading my script, getting some instructions from him, um, the feedback was amazing. Um, sadly, I didn't get the part, but you never know, maybe in the future. Um, but it was it was just amazing. It's, he's a, a, you know, like a childhood hero. And uh, just to sit down with him. And, and didn't he follow your career? Like he knew about some of your he, stuff. He, he knew. And that, that was just wow, uh, amazing to me that he knew a lot about myself, you know, about my fighting career, my style, who I was and what I did. And just a big compliment, huge compliment for me. Wow. That's, that, that's, a, that's a legendary moment in life. So I'm sure you appreciate that and learn yeah. from it. And. Listen, he's not ready to go Hollywood yet, folks. This man has a lot more to do in the ring. But for a post-fighting career, we'll definitely see this man in Hollywood for sure. For sure. Yo, with a smile like that, you handsome for a fighter, boy. You, they tell you you're too pretty for a fighter. Well, your face, your nose, don't nothing messed up on you. Nothing messed up. Luckily, we, we try to keep it that we work on that defense. And I'm just trying to look a little scruffy now because, you know, you got to look a little mean. <laughs> That's the thing is everyone's always working on the punches. You got to work on the blocking. You got to work on your is defense. defense is de listen, defense wins championships like in sports. Is it the same for like boxing and oh, fighting? Yeah. I, I didn't put that two to D. I'm always thinking the power and the punches. I'm, I, I neglect the defense. No, if you, if you get hit and you can't defend it, you're going down. Because no, no matter what, if, so, if you get punched in the right spot, it, you're, you're going go down. It doesn't matter who you are. Man, that's important. Just look at this. This was a perfect example. You got one guy that looks like Adonis, a Greek god, in Anthony Joshua, and then you got another guy that looks like, you know, like just... He looks like me. Joe Smock from the corner, and look what happened. Defense, you know. That's good. Well, Tyrone Spung, we appreciate your time coming on here, man. We could talk hours about just 
growing up, you know, where you're from and your love for animals and you give back a lot. So we want to have you back on the show, please. For sure. we'll I know that sure. you got I know you got workout and training to do. So uh, we appreciate the time. You're looking good, man. Make sure you follow Tyrone Smong. Support him, man. This guy's a true fighter, warrior and a great guy, great father, great person. And uh, I've been a fan of his for many years and I will to come. And now we've built a friendship on that, which is a beautiful thing. So Tyrone Spong, thank you for joining us here at the Law Office of Berman Berman. Talk golden to me. Video podcast show. Always a pleasure having you. Yo, put him up. Put him up. Mm, boy. Yeah. You, oh, I could take I could hang with you for what? I ten seconds. Run sure. I could maybe run away for three or four seconds. That's you all know, I got. You never underestimate anything. Like a share. We're out of here. Tyrone Spong.